And that's fast forwarding to February. And you ask the question, why would God allow the enemy to take a baby? It's just messed up. And I'm like, this one's deep. This brings my mind to Job when bad things happen to good people, to innocent people. It is messed up. Then you say loading the car should be 15 minutes. We're all here. We are here when you get here. And you're coming to Bethel, not my house, right? This was on the 19th, and I think you were getting a little nervous as I was starting to get late. And I say, I was going to Bethel. The toll booth took away my bonus five minutes, so my GPS has me at 5.01. Now it says 5 o'clock sharp. And you say, and you're coming to Bethel, not my house, right? And I'm sure that was probably your gad. And I'm like, right around the corner from Bethel. And then I send you a, I think a, a recording of some sort. And I don't know what that is. It doesn't click. But, and that's when the baptism took place. And then fast forwarding to late February Okay, bear with me because I'm driving. But I guess my next question is just based off of that, because all that makes sense. That was great stuff. Um, well, then how do I know? Well, I know. But, okay, please hold. I need to figure out how to ask this question. Because, like, how do I know that what I'm doing is God's plan for my life? Because obviously I'm doing well in my school, I'm doing well in my classes, and I know that I can use that for God's glory if I ask him to. I can be a witness and he will shine through me and all that jazz. You know, I have the knowledge of that. But then I guess, I guess my next question is how will I know God's plan or God's gifts that he is going to give me if he hasn't already given them to me yet? I don't know. I can word that differently. Uh, give me a couple minutes, or if you understand, try to go for it, or I can try to clarify in a minute or two. So this is probably the best conversation we could ever have after a baptism. The big question is, what does it look like walking with Christ daily? I'm going to go as far as to say that the gifts that God has have already been planted in you within you and that he's the one that develops it and it becomes fruit a lot of the times we look at it kind of like well what doing god's work is like doing stuff for other people like you know like feeding the poor or having a great gift of preaching or or something like that and, and that has something to do with it but in order that we can get to that step we have to receive it first because we can't give something that we don't have. And that's not to say that you don't have something. But a part of what I'm saying is that I need for you to experience the miracle of the power of God in your own life, which you have, but I mean like on those internal levels, even as far as the GAD. So like as soon as you start experiencing it in your own life, which I know you do in some ways, in many ways, in fact, but that we, we apply scripture and then in those GAD moments or those other moments in our lives that we 
don't fully trust God and he comes through, it creates like a testimony and you want to share that stuff. In fact, I'll share one with you here. Like, for example, just recently, uh, when I went back to the hotel, um, wifey was having a, a little bit of trouble with her, her chest tightening up. She's been having some indigestion issue stuff. And in my head, I was wrestling through something. I was wrestling through the internal voices of, well, um, we bring these things upon ourselves. Um, this is my fault. This is your fault. This is, um, there's no help for us because we got ourselves in this place. And, and then I worked through that. I said, Lord, no, that's I, whether we got ourselves in this place or not, no matter what the issue is, Lord, I'm just simply asking you to help. And immediately as I put my hand on her and prayed, went away. Another thing is resources. I don't trust God fully in that, especially when you get to um, the end of the month. And then I was like, Lord, I'm just going to ask you directly. I'm not going to try to figure out how you're going to do this. Please send help. And he did. Like, it came in the mail. And I mean, it didn't come at that moment. It came because he knew I was going to pray that. So it came in the mail previously, and it arrived at the time that I asked for it. And so uh, a couple of, of testimonies. Search for God in your day. Find him in, in little ways. So what we're going to be working on is applying scripture. Now, we're not just reading. We're applying it, and we're also inviting him into areas of our lives that we don't typically do. As we're doing that, all of a sudden, without you realizing, just as much as our fingernails grow and we don't even realize or recognize that, uh, I don't know how well your fingernails go grow, but um, you're bearing fruit is what you're doing. And fruit, you know, it just it happens. And then you're starting to see that you're doing things outside of yourself for others because now you're receiving it. It's flowing through you, the, the, the rays of sun through the tree. And now you're giving off oxygen and and people around you are, are experiencing it and, and, and benefiting from it. So that's just the beginning, right? That's not the end all, be all. Um, hope that made some sense. Okay, I just did this long video and it said it was too long, so I have to sum this up like super quick. So basically, I think that is the whole thing. You know, you hear these Bible stories and memory verse texts growing up and read your Bible for every day and all that. And it means nothing because it's a song. And until you experience the Holy Spirit or not even experience Holy Spirit, but until you see for yourself what God can do for you or like actually sit down and concentrate on trying to find him in your life, you're not going to get that connection. And I think that's what my problem was, was I wasn't taking it seriously enough. And I think that's why for the longest time, like I've been on and off with God and I wasn't as connected, which I'm glad I fixed that. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that changes now that I'm literally more committed and want to seek him out. And I'm very thankful that you're gonna not leave me and help me do that. So, yeah. This is like super good because like, first it was a car conversation and now it's a grocery store conversation. At the moment, I am looking for sugar, but not regular, I think like stevia. I don't know if you eat that stuff, but if you know what aisle, that's on. Actually, I think I found it. Yeah, preach it, girl. I mean, everything you said is, I feel like that was even Holy Spirit driven. Like, 
that's exactly what it is, is walking through this. And yeah, you are right. I ain't going nowhere, girl. You know that. And uh, so um, day by day, we'll see where God is leading us, what we need to work on both of our lives and just walk through this thing. So I'm gonna go with the monk fruit because I hear it's better. I don't know. Yeah, so as we uh, send like verses to one another, things of that sort of thing, um, we're gonna be practicing that is applying it and then walking towards it as if it's gonna happen. That's that step of faith. And that's what you and I, because it's not just you. I know it might feel like, you know, you said about taking it seriously and things. Girl, this is a, a pandemic of sorts for the whole wide world. So um, I'm just glad that it's important enough to you. It's important enough to me to, to do this thing. So now I'm looking for Waterloo. I don't know if you ever had that. I don't know if you do that sparkling water stuff, but I do.